Howdy y'all, and welcome to the Big Sky Cowgirl podcast. My name is Bailey Ostrom, and I am your host. This podcast is all about agriculture, Western fashion, my life, and more. Whether you are in the industry, wanting to get into it, or maybe just want to learn more about agriculture, you are welcome here. So grab some coffee, settle in, and let's go y'all. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I hope you guys are having a great holiday season and a happy Thanksgiving. I'm currently at home for my Thanksgiving break, which I have to say, it is so nice having some time off from school. I really needed this. Before we get into the real episode, I just have a couple things that I want to talk about. The first one is that I am recording with a new microphone. When I first started doing the podcast, I used one of those tiny little clip-on microphones that I had, and it did its job, but I've had this microphone sitting in a drawer here at home, and I was so happy to finally come home and be able to get it. This is the Heyday microphone from Target, which I purchased back when I was a senior in high school because I saw a TikTok where they were like, we're starting a podcast, and these were the mics that they got. And I said, I'm going to start a podcast. So I bought it. And obviously, I did not start that podcast. So like I said, it's just been sitting in a drawer. When I purchased it, it was $10. And now it's like $30. So a little more expensive. But I can tell that there is a quality difference just from listening to previous episodes and then also doing a test run with this mic. So I hope you guys also like the quality difference. Plus, it's nicer because it is bigger, and I'm currently holding it because I kind of like holding the mic, but I can also attach it to a tripod, so it's really nice to have an option. The other thing I want to talk about is the episode format is going to be a little different. As I said before, I would write out an entire script of what I was going to say word for word, and I just read that out. And I really hated this because I feel like It's harder for people to feel connected to me when I'm not being myself and just talking versus having this whole thing read out for me. So I decided I'm going to change things up a little bit. The way it's going to work from this episode forward is I will have an outline of how the entire episode is going to go, but it is just going to be like the points that I want to talk about, especially things that I really want to make sure I say. That way, if I kind of lose my train of thought, I can just look out where I'm at where I'm at, and see what I'm going to say. There are going to be some kind of downsides with this new structure that I am going to apologize for now. Number one, there's probably going to be some filler words such as, um, but, yeah, so, things like that. When I did YouTube, I had a really bad habit of... When I lost my train of thought or I couldn't think of anything else, I would just go, and yeah. So I'm really going to try to not do that. Another thing is probably less editing, so there's a chance that mistakes will just make it into the episode, like the mistake I made a little bit ago. That's probably just going to stay. I feel like it makes it more authentic, and I really prefer to be that way. Although sometimes if it's a really big mess up, I will for sure edit it out. Another thing is I ramble. We're kind of rambling at the moment, so I'll really work on that. And again, it's just going to be different. The episodes are going to be longer, but I really think this is going to be better, and I really hope that that makes it so you guys can connect with me more. Now, let's get into the actual episode. 
This week, we are going to be taking a break from our usual agriculture content. I'm sorry to anyone who's here for that, but I want to talk about what I am thankful for this year. I really love the holiday season because it's so important to remember what we're thankful for and celebrating those around us. I am in the Christmas spirit all year long, which I know people are like, you can't celebrate Christmas before Thanksgiving, and I promise I don't push it on people. If you aren't into celebrating it right now, you don't have to. But the thing for me, number one, I'm just going to say this, I try to keep this podcast PG-13 so I don't have to press the explicit content button, but I am going to say this, I am a slut for Hallmark Christmas movies. I know everyone's like, they're so predictable. And the thing for me is the storyline is different. So it can be, you know, instead of the girl comes back from the big city, it's the guy. But the thing is, at the end of the day, you know, they're going to end up together. And I think I just enjoy the predictability of that and knowing that's how it's going to end up. But anyways, the whole Christmas spirit all year round, it's not about the movies or what you tie to Christmas, things like that. It's the being thankful for the people around you, just wanting to spend time with them and being in this like giving and thankful spirit. That's what I keep all year round and I think it's important. But at the holiday time, that's when we think about it the most. So I just want to talk about what I'm thankful for this year and maybe you guys can think about what you're thankful for. Another thing I want to say is even with all the hardships and struggles that we all go through, and trust me, I've had my fair share, there's always things to be thankful for. And there's definitely more than what is just on this list. However, I picked five things that I think are really the big things that I am thankful for this year. The first one I think is probably quite obvious and that is my family. I'm a very big family and friends person. I've I've said this before, you know when you tell people that you're single and everyone's like, oh, what's your type? Because they're like trying to find someone to set you up with. The thing for me is it's not what they look like. Because if you looked back at every person I've ever had a crush on, you would notice that they're very different in what they look like. And that is kind of just because I'm more attracted to morals and values. And while I do believe there needs to be a physical attraction, that isn't what is primarily there. But the like biggest thing in the morals and values area is family. I want them to have a good relationship with their family, put in effort to have a good relationship with mine, want a family, that kind of thing. So, you know, family is so incredibly important to me and I just want to kind of talk about each family member. So starting off with my mom, my mom is my everything. I call and text her every single day because I miss her so much. Being 10 hours away from home is very, very hard on me. I knew that it was going to be when I decided to go to Montana, but some days, you know, it's worse than others, and I still have another year and a half until she also moves to Montana. So, until then, it's just kind of hanging in there until I get a break from school and get to come home. And with my mom, I think one of the reasons I was so close to her is because she was a single mom, so she was my only parent. And I have a lot of respect for her doing that. You know, I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast before or maybe on any of my platforms, but my parents got divorced when I was one 
and my dad was not a good person. There's a restraining order on him, and I've never met him, nor do I think I ever want to. So, my mom was doing it all with me and Tana, and then Danica does go back and forth between her dad and our house, but at the same time, my mom is still a single mom, and she's doing it all on her own. Another thing is that she was a cop, and something that I think people don't think about when they think of those of us with family members who aren't a cop or, you know, a first responder of some sort, is when my mom walked out the door in the morning, I didn't know if she was coming home. And that is because that's just the nature of what her job is like. So it really teaches you not to take anything or anyone for granted because, again, you never know if they're coming home that day. But I have to say, I think I've learned a lot from my mom and have also achieved some of her skills and everything. I'm not at her level of cooking and baking. I'm trying. But one of the things I think I've gotten from my mom is her work ethic. If it's things like yard work, it's not really there because I don't want to do it. But when it comes to the things that I'm passionate about and I love doing, like my podcast, my work in the collegiate cattle women, all that, I put my all into it. And I think my mom does the exact same thing. So I see a lot of myself in her in that kind of sense. But I love her so much and she's always been so supportive of me in everything that I'm doing. On to talking about my sisters. I will have to say my sisters and I are not as close as some other siblings probably are. We do fight quite a lot. Me and Tana actually had a fight this summer that resulted in us not talking for a few months. It happened early August before we both went back to college and we didn't talk again until mid-October. But with that being said, I'm still very thankful for my sister for kind of various reasons. With Tana, obviously having a single mom, she did have to step up and kind of do some stuff. And so, and sometimes I think of her as like a substitute mom, especially if my mom is busy. I know that I can call Tana and she'll kind of be the exact same way with like the wisdom and the advice that she gives. Another thing is really when it comes to things like dating or, you know, your typical college struggles, my mom and I have a 37-year age difference between us and that can make it hard to kind of talk about things like that because dating culture when my mom was my age in the 80s versus now is so different and my sister is three years older than me so she's, you know, living through it at the same time but also still has a few years on me. So, She's always there with the, like, supporting advice and everything. Danica is the queen of sass. Do not get into a pissing match with my little sister because she will find a way to hurt you, not intentionally sometimes. A great example of this, and this was not an intentional one. If you've ever heard of the book The Summer I Turned Pretty or even the TV show, this is one of my favorite books, and I bought it when I was a freshman in high school. And we were sitting in the car. I just randomly read the title out loud. And so I was like, the summer I turned pretty. And Danica goes, yeah, and what summer will that be? And so I got roasted by a fifth grader. She still loves to bring it up to this day. But that's kind of how she is. So you can always trust that she is going to be a sassy little turd. But at the same time, when I need someone to just listen to me and not give me advice... Danica's the one to go to because she will just sit there and let me talk and she'll try to make me feel better 
But she isn't going to sit there and try to be like, this is what you need to do and give me advice. Because again, sometimes you just don't want that. You just want to be heard. So it's really great to know that I have that option. And we can't talk about family without talking about the pets. I love all my animals. They each have their own quirks and things that piss me off, but I still love them a lot. Miracle, for example, excessively needy. Like, I'm needy, but that cat is next level. For example, I was just sitting downstairs with my mom, and she kept trying to jump up on the chair with my mom. My mom's like, no. Finally, my mom caved, and so she was laying on my mom's chest, and she was just happy as can be. So that's kind of typical for her. With Mayhem, Servano, but again, I don't call him by his official name. He's very aloof, not always wanting attention, but the thing is... If he wants attention, it's usually not from me. Like, he will randomly crawl in somebody's lap, and it might have been yesterday or the other night, he hopped up on the couch next to me, crawled over me, and then curled up in Danica's lap. And I, of course, was hurt because I was like, wow, you just had to walk over me to get to her. But I still love him so, so much. And then with Bo, I'm definitely his least favorite, and I think that's simply because... I don't know if I mentioned this. Our dog Raven had to be put down in February because she had a spinal condition and her quality of life was non-existent. So we finally made the hard decision of putting her down. And my mom realized she didn't like not having a dog at home. So we got Bo and my mom is retired. So she is home all day, every day. And he's gotten so attached to her that when she has to leave him alone for a couple hours to go run an errand and he can't come with her, he literally worked himself into a tizzy to the point that he had stomach issues because he stressed himself out. And when he gets left with me, he doesn't like that. If it was one of my sisters, he'd be chilling. But because it's me, he's like, great, this is like worse than being left by myself. And I was actually trying to practice the podcast. I'm one of those people where it's like I have to, you know, run it through a few times, kind of figure out what I want to say. And he was just sitting there judging me. I was getting some major side eye, but he's warming up to me. And still, he's such a mellow dog. And so it's really great to have him around. But that is all for family. I, again, am so thankful to have them, even though there are, you know, the quirks, the things that piss you off. Because as my mom always says, we may not always like each other, but we will always love each other. The next thing I'm thankful for is my friends. And I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, because again, I'm all here for authenticity and also being very honest. I have very few friends. And I mean that quite literally. When you say that, people always like come out of the woodworks and they're like, what about me? But The problem for me is in college, it is so easy to make friends, you know, whether it's in your classes or just out or something. But the problem is, number one, it never lasts. Number two, the friends you make in class don't translate into out-of-class friends. I could literally go through my contact list right now and I could find one person for every single class I've ever been in in my entire college career and I can tell you what class we were friends in. Like actually I'm in my contacts list right now. So here's one. 
we had stats class together last semester. So it's been a year now. Have not talked to her ever again. Another one, a little bit further down. Another class last semester. Never have talked to her again. And I could find so many like that. And the thing is, I put in effort. I'm like, let's hang out. Like, let's do this. And they're always like, yeah, let's do it. But then they don't put in the effort to also make the plans. Because a really great example of this is I have a one-bedroom apartment. So I always tell people, I'm like, I don't have a roommate, so we don't have to worry about that. You could literally text me and say, hey, I'm on my way over let's hang out. And I would totally be fine with that. And I also have a bunch of games. Like I have Cards Against Humanity, Cards Against Disney. That one's always a big hit. And I try to use that as like getting people to come over and it never happens. So I will say I am quite lonely and I knew that was going to happen with not having a roommate. But at the same time, I had such a bad roommate situation last year that I was not going to put myself through that again. But all this to say is that even though I only have a few friends, the ones that I have are quality friends, which is what is important. The first friend I'm going to talk about is my best friend, Miriam, who literally, you know, when sometimes you're like, I can't pick a best friend or like, I don't want to call someone my best friend. She is my best friend. I will 100% say that. She has been there with me through so much. We met our freshman year of college. It was her only year of college, but I've obviously hit my junior year. We were the same major and we lived on the same floor of our dorm. And at the start of the year, we were in a group of five, which turned into a group of two. And through that, we both, you know, supported each other through the reason that that friend group blew up, um, and something I'm about to say, my roommate situation, just all of that. So we've been there for each other through all of it. She also (laughs) took one for the team and had a baby. And so that kind of suppressed my baby fever a little bit. Now, I am 100% joking here Harper was completely a surprise, but a happy surprise, and I was there to, you know, help her get through the pregnancy and everything. I actually got to see her a couple days ago. Her and Harper came over, and it was so good to see them because last time I saw them was either July or, like, super early August, and even though I get Snapchats every single day and also FaceTime them every once in a while, it's not the same thing as having them in person, but... Uh, Another thing I want to say is that we have a friendship that is like my mom and my aunts, and that is no matter how much time has passed from the last time we saw each other in person, we can pick up right where we left off. There's not that kind of awkward re-getting-to-know-you phase. It's just no time has passed. It's just like when we would see each other every single day while living in the dorm, and I feel so lucky to have... A friendship like that because my mom and her best friend my aunt have been besties since kindergarten and we're not going to do the math but that has been a lot of years so I feel very lucky to have that in my life we can't talk about friends without mentioning the boys because I don't want to make them upset Tyler was already upset the last time I gave Miriam a shout out and not him 
Tyler is Miriam's boyfriend and also Harper's father, so he gets bonus credits for uh, helping produce my niece. But I met him and his best friend Nick when we were still in high or still in college, and they came up for a visit, and it was one of those just like instant friendships, you know. We all became one big friend group, and I would have to say, Tyler, he he has his moments, not going to lie. If he's listening to this, there are definitely times I want to punch you, but at the same time, there are definitely times where he is exactly the kind of person you would wish for your best friend, and that's all I could ask for. And then Nick, he became one of my best friends through them, and I'm very thankful to have guy best friends in my life because it's a very different situation than having girl best friends. So I really hope that they all stay in my life for a very long time because even though they're here in Washington and I'm in Montana, they have been such a great support system for me recently. The last specific person I'm going to mention is Sarah, who was my freshman year roommate. We actually didn't start out as roommates. I got randomly assigned with a different girl. And when I tell you that that conversation was drier than the Sahara and was like pulling teeth, I am not kidding. I'm the type of person that when I'm in a situation like that, you know, when I have a random roommate or something... I will be the one who will reach out first and try to get to know you so we can kind of make this less of a we're strangers and more of, you know, at least acquaintances or something. And we had nothing in common. She just gave dry answers. It was like the conversation would not continue unless I kept it going. So I posted on our school's Facebook page and said, hey, I'm in this all-girls dorm. Does anyone need a roommate? And Sarah had commented and she was like, hey, I'm in the other all-girls dorm. If you are okay with that, you could be my roommate, which I was okay with it. I simply just wanted to be in an all-girls dorm. Didn't really matter to me all that much. But me and Sarah had actually talked a little bit prior to this and we had a lot more in common. She was from Oregon. I'm from Washington. We both did FFA. We're both into agriculture. So I was like, yes, let's do it. And... I think we had a pretty good roommate situation. It was probably one of the best ones I've had, even though by the end of the year, we were sick of each other and uh, stopped talking for a little bit, but we're besties again. So that's great. And she has been one of the biggest supporters of my podcast. Miriam is the biggest supporter. Sarah would definitely be second because both of them have number one constantly, you know, been like this was such a great episode you did so good but Sarah also offered her support she did grow up in the industry her family ranches she also did rodeoing and was a rodeo queen so she was like if you ever need any help let me know and I really appreciate that I told her she could come on as a guest and she was like that's a scary thought so we'll see if that ever happens but I am so thankful to have her and have all of her support now This last one in the friends section isn't a specific person, but it is my hospitality group. I am a hospitality major, and when you hit this level in your academic career, you become very close with the people in the major because we are so small. When I started, some of the upperclassmen were in my classes, like, you know, your 
intro classes because they switched into the major. But as we've hit this point where like I'm a junior, some of them are seniors, we've had people drop. They're like, yeah, this isn't for me. They leave. So we kind of become close because there's one section for each class. So we're all in these classes together. I mean, I had one semester where it was like three classes together with some of these people. And even though I've only gotten to hang out with them outside of class a couple times because either I haven't been invited to the hangouts or we just like haven't been able to find the time to do it, the support I've gotten in class and when we like go hang out at the library and study together, it's so great to be a part of a major that is so close-knit and supports one another, which makes sense because hospitality is the act of taking cut care of others and their needs. So again, just so thankful to have that. The next one is probably something that people don't exactly think of when they think of things to be thankful for, and that is school slash college. The kind of norm this day is you can't go to college unless you're in a mountain of debt, which unfortunately is, you know, how it is. I really wish it wasn't this way. But I feel extremely thankful and lucky that I am able to go to college and get an education. And when I get done, I won't be in a mountain of debt. The other side to that also is we all know I'm a big higher education person. I think it's important, whether that's college or whatever else you want to do. But I feel extremely thankful that I have the opportunity that every single day I get to learn more. And I don't have to, you know, sit there and try to figure it out on my own. I'm able to go get that. So I know not everybody likes school and that's totally okay, but being able to have that opportunity is what I think is important, especially because so many people have not been able to get an education. Number four is agriculture, which probably should not be surprising that it's on the list, but the thing about it is I think it gets forgotten and also kind of goes unnoticed And right now, right now, we are in the holiday season, which is a time where agriculture is very important. Number one, put aside like the clothes and the cozy blankets and the shelter to keep you from the weather and everything. But let's talk about the food aspect of it because a lot of what agriculture is is the food side. And when you think about it, when you look at the different holidays that happen you know, let's say Halloween to New Year's, you can think of specific foods that you tie to each holiday. Like Halloween is the candy, Thanksgiving is the turkey, Christmas, you know, for me, it's like prime rib and my mom's cinnamon rolls and stuff like that. New Year's for us, it's a random assortment of snacks and also the champagne or the sparkling cider, things like that. And I think food unites us. That is something that we bond over and love and it kind of is a reason to come together. But the thing is we forget about the agriculture that puts it on our plate and the people that create it because we can take the day off and spend it with our family and not have to worry about anything. But those who are actively in agriculture, who have farms, who do the food and everything, they don't get a day off. They are still going to get up and they're still going to go do their chores and everything and they might be able to have a little time to celebrate. So I think it's really important that we don't forget about agriculture when it comes to Thanksgiving this week and the food that put it on our table. 
So if you know someone who contributes to agriculture and especially the creation of food, please make sure that you thank them for that. The last one is my podcast. And I just, this one makes me so, so thankful. Like it was the first thing that got put on the list of things I wanted to share about being thankful for. As I have said, agriculture didn't really come into my life until the last few years, and I have made it my job to promote it and make it my life. So having a platform where I do get to share agriculture and all that, it means the world to me because there are so many people out there who could you know, talk about agriculture and they don't. And so being a voice that gets to promote it, it it's the world. Another thing is the fact that maybe one day this could be a job and something I make money from. Because just to clarify, I do not currently make any money off the podcast. I'm just doing this for my own enjoyment, satisfaction, hopefully for others. But if you think about it, if this becomes something where people really do listen and everything, I could start making money from this and this could be a job. And I would really love for that to be a possibility. But the last thing with this is the listeners. Having people who, whether they listen to one episode or they listen to all the episodes, it means so much to even have one person out there who took the time to listen to me. And I know that there are people who have listened to every single episode. And I seeing that there are people who even follow me is just insane. And another thing is I love seeing what episodes people like more. Because right now, the imposter syndrome episode is taking the lead as 17 listens, which again, does not sound like much. But that compared to the networking episode, which only has four And even if you look at the earliest episodes, like the introduction one is 15 and the getting into agriculture is 11, imposter syndrome is the one that people are being drawn to and listening to the most, which is so interesting to me, especially because when I start a podcast, I have to start from the beginning. I need to listen to all of them before I get up to the most recent episodes. But again, just having people who listen is the reason for this and Even if there wasn't anybody listening, I think I would still continue to post. So, that is all. Again, there are more things that I'm thankful for. These are just the five that I wanted to highlight. And I really hope this has gotten you thinking about what you're thankful for this year. I would also really love to hear what everyone is thankful for. And the way you can do that is you can obviously email me, DM me, or... You can answer the Q&A, which if you don't know how the Q&A on Spotify works, if you click on an episode bio, it will show you the Q&A. I have one on every single episode. Some of them just say the like, what do you think about this episode, which is what Spotify automatically generates and I just don't change it. But for this one, I'll literally say, what are you thankful for this year? I will also make a Thanksgiving post on Thanksgiving. Today is the day before Thanksgiving when I'm recording this. And I would love for people to comment what they're thankful for. Now, next week, we will still be taking a break from agriculture. I know I'm sorry for anybody who's here for it. Because next week, we're going to start talking about Western fashion. 
I did say when I started my podcast, and it's like in the episode bios and everything, this podcast is about agriculture, Western fashion, and more. And Western fashion is another thing that I'm very passionate about. So I kind of wanted to establish the agriculture portion and then move on to Western fashion. And I don't know, maybe this will be how it is from now on, where it's like a few agriculture episodes and a few Western fashion, or maybe it will just be all intermixed together. But the next few weeks will be Western fashion, and then I will finish out the year with a Christmas traditions, which I'm so excited for that one, and then a goals for the new year, which I think will be interesting. I am not one to do New Year's resolutions, but I like doing goals. So we'll talk about that, and then come the first of the year, we will be right back into agriculture, starting with careers in agriculture, and then the women in agriculture episode, which again is one that I'm very excited for. I have not gotten any submissions yet, and if you missed the last episode, I am doing a pod... I messed up for a second there. I am doing an episode about women in agriculture, and I would love to highlight the women in all of your lives that have contributed to agriculture. So if there's someone that you would like to highlight, please let me know because I would like to highlight as many as possible. But that is all for this episode. I really hope that you guys have a great week. A happy Thanksgiving to those of you who celebrate. Eat some delicious food and remember the agriculture that put it there. And again, just wherever you are, whether you're with family, you're with friends, you're by yourself, you're with your cat, just be thankful for the people around you and everything that you are getting to celebrate on this day. I hope to see you next week and get ready for Western fashion. I'll see you then.